Hi, everybody. Welcome again to Carnival of Randomness with our Doctor of Zumoologer. <laughs> I made that word up just because yeah. I want to. Now, at the Carnival here for years, you know, we, we do add-ons. We've been wanting to put a carousel in, but the project over the years has just been going around in circles. Hmm. And on that, our guest probably wants to leave, but we thought we'd get somebody who talk about carousels and other stuff. And welcome. Very thrilled to have her, Beth Clark. Hi. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm oh, very excited to be here. Uh, can you just tell us a little about yourself and what's going on? So um, I am the executive director for Eldridge Park Carousel Preservation Society. We are located in Elmira, New York, within the park owned by the city of Elmira, which is known as Eldridge Park. And our attraction or our organization is dedicated to the uh, historical preservation of the attractions within the park, because the, the park has a lot of history um, with uh, amusements. And, and we have one of the one of the fastest carousels in the United States. Oh, wow. Wow. It's a, one of the things I'll ask you, but I've been involved in a lot of historical preservation societies, especially during the age of COVID funding, tough, everything going on. How, how much of a challenge is it in terms of like getting funding for these things and keeping them going and making people aware they're important? Well, one of the nice things with um, our organization is it started with community support. Um, we, we have a lot of community backing, a lot of businesses that um, really care about the organization and, and what we uh, represent. So we have a lot of community support. Um, we did get hit pretty hard last year with COVID. I, I personally wasn't with the organization. I just started in March of this year, um, but um, they, they were hit pretty hard with um, financial, the financial aspect and funding, but um, the, the public has come back in full force and and help support this year and bring it back to, to life. That's what I was involved in the Gates Historical Society and we had a headquarters at the Hinchy House and I know all about the fundraising and the thing that I really liked was the community was really behind and a lot of private businesses came in and helped. They realized how history is an important thing and I was a history major so it's one of those things I'm very close to especially local history so that's very good to hear. <laughs> Yeah, it is, especially in this area. Yeah, and how how fast does this thing go? I've actually never heard of, like, the fastest roller coaster. <laughs> Sounds like a James Bond thing where he gets on and all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> Mr. Bond, you're going to die. That's more like Superman where you, where you change your outfit before you, before you know it. Um, so our carousel goes 11.5 miles per hour, where the average um, traditional carousel goes about 8 miles per hour. I think the only other... Um, fastest one that I know about is, um, oh shoot, where, where was it at? Uh, it's a Derby racer. I think a Cedar point, Cedar point Derby racer. And that goes okay. 15 miles per hour, but it's a wider based carousel and it's not a traditional one where ours is a traditional, um, 1890s loof carousel mechanism. That stupid question. Number one for me, and this, I honestly don't know. It's going to sound very dumb is, uh, is there a difference between carousel and merry-go-round or are they just the same name? And it's pretty much the same thing. Okay. I see. Yeah. I, one of those. Uh, yeah. I was, uh, I was wondering that myself and if it had something to do with, um, you know, horses, the, 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 you know, the, the horses that move between the horses that don't move or, uh, you know, if there's any like different, types of carousels i mean it's you know some things are different types as far as like the you know how they work but 
I did know, hear from one of our volunteers that the difference is the direction that they spin. Oh, okay. But I, have, but I haven't corroborated that yet. Right. Okay. Well, uh, now, how did you get involved in this uh, in this uh, operation? Well, um, my my career path has kind of zigged and, zigged and zagged all over the place, um, including arts and entertainment and event management, um, but it also focused on the medical field and. And I was working in the medical field all last year. And during COVID, I decided I kind of had enough of the medical field and wanted to try something new. Um, and they posted this job and uh, I saw it and applied for it. And here I am. Oh, voila. <laughs> That's the thing, too, is like, I know we have an historical uh, carousel by us, too, down by the lake. Right. That's and I don't know if that's the oldest one. Unfortunately, I think the one at Seabreeze might have burned down. I don't. I don't. There was know. a fire at Seabreeze, yeah, and did? I think it okay. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the one down by the lake, I think, is the oldest one. And I know there's a carousel museum somewhere in Buffalo because when I've been working, we've driven by it, sort of down by Military Road. But do yeah, you know the, any? Yeah. Do you know anything the bu- about the history of how far like these go back, like in America? Well, in, in like when did they start? Do you know anything about that? Because we have no clue. <laughs> I know a little bit. I, I've been trying to brush up on my history on it uh, as well as I as I have gone through this season. And um, generally the 1800s um, seems to be the time when they became popular in the United States. Late, late 1800s. I wonder how those were ran too. Like, what kind of power? I wonder if they had people like peddling or well, something on them. You know, steam. Well, actually, um, the first one was pony driven, so it was ah. pony horses set up as the carousel. Oh, okay, true. Yeah, it's like the old, like, like the yeah, yeah, like the kind of petting zoo. Like, and now you said you had a story about this. Uh, I I have um, my. Dad is from the Southern Tier, and we lived in Elmira for a couple of years when I was growing up. And uh, so we're talking very early 80s. We went a few times to Eldridge Park, and it was, you know, there was there was quite a bit. There was, well, I mean, it was, a, yeah, it was like a, you know, a small amusement park, but there was quite a bit there when I went. And they, uh, they had this roller coaster, um, which I, I believe isn't there anymore. Um, but a big, it was a you know relative like medium sized wooden roller coaster, and the, what the one of the last times I went there, um, <laughs> they uh, they were running the roller coaster, and there's you know there's a a big uh, uh, you know the you know where it goes up the hill, it turns around, then it goes down the big hill. Well, when they get up to the first you know up on the first uh, rise where where it goes around that horseshoe. <laughs> and this particular day there was I guess there was something wrong with a roller coaster but this is a thing I've never seen before and we'll probably never see again but a guy jumped out of the back and a guy jumps out of the front and this happened every time and had to literally run the thing around the horseshoe and then jump back in the roller coaster before it went down the hill <laughs> wow. yeah and this goes to show you how much uh regulation has probably changed since the mid 80s oh can you imagine like when it started like people yeah probably falling I, I, off I could not believe what we were seeing but it was not it wasn't you know was it it, it just looked like the mechanism to pull it around <laughs> wasn't working so that the, okay well why don't we just have some guys just run it around <laughs> and uh <laughs> that seemed a little bit risky but um 
but it was it was it was my dad and I talk about it to this day and he uh he really he misses the roller coaster yeah um but um I know that uh it sounds like a lot of the original you have a lot of the original attractions that are that are being restored or so um unfortunately Eldridge Park has a little sad story along with it um the park operated for for many years um and actually was run by the Long family which is related to Rochester the Long family and, and um Bittler family own the Seabreeze uh oh okay amusement park I didn't know so, that I did not know that yeah. um yeah, so Bob Long, he ran uh, the attractions within the park along with his family um, from 1924. I think he retired in the 70s or early, or right at 80. And then his daughter and other family members continued to run it until 88. When um, in 88, there was a lot of crime happening in Elmira. Um, there wasn't necessarily as much community support as there was before then and as there is now. And unfortunately, the Long family had decided that they they couldn't support the the business anymore here without any further uh, community or, or city support. Uh, so they pulled out of all the attractions and sold off all the carousel horses. Um, they did donate the original carousel mechanism to the city, and that's what kind of generated our organization. And uh, the other attractions were either scrapped or sold off. So the only original attraction that we technically have within the park is the carousel mechanism. Okay. Um, we restored the, the carousel um, with that mechanism in mind. Um, we had a lot of the animals recarved based on the original animals. And we have one of the original animals on the carousel itself that was here, at least um, back in the 40s and 50s. But yeah, the, the attractions themselves were kind of building from the ground up because the, okay. the park kind of went to ruins after everything. Yeah, was and, I, and I'd heard that it, it pretty much was just, you know, kind of kind of a, a left. And, uh, it, you know, it's it's a sad story that, you know, but, the, you know, the, we, it's it's kind of familiar to hear these things about uh, places that, you know, kind of out, you know, outlive for a time their original purpose. But I, I'm was thrilled to hear that this that the park is is you know starting to bring in attractions again and uh the historical aspect of it is really cool because i that was my favorite thing as a kid my favorite thing was going to amusement parks and we didn't go that often so every time i got to go to an amusement park it was just the best and i think that was so. part of it too is we had like around here we had roseland park sceneries mm -hmm. and olympic park and then dairy and lake Pride later yeah. but the thing was when you were a kid it was special because you didn't go that often you yeah. got all excited you got the ride all day and you just you thought about it for a week it was like one of the best days of your life and you hear about the, you hear about people who are like you know Oh, like our family would get season passes and we'd go to this such such amusement park every weekend. Not and, me, like, yeah. and and I feel like that's you know, you, I I like the you know the specialness of going, you know, as an occasion, but yeah. uh and not just a place to like, you know, dump that's another thing I think that would happen, I think a lot in the 80s too, a place like that where places people would just dump their kids for the day mm -hmm. unsupervised. And, you know, you have the, most of these parks are run, you know, a lot of the people who are running the rides are teenagers or, you know, you know, you have a lot of young people. So it's, it's the whole action park story, you know, uh, uh, the class action park documentary. I don't know if you saw that about the uh, action park in New Jersey 
which was uh, like, <laughs> it was like a, a, a crazed, like a completely dangerous place that was out of control. And, and there's more urban legends about people getting hurt, but you know, the riots had no regulation. The park was run by teenagers. They were all high, <laughs> you know, so oh, wow. you know, that kind of I'll stuff. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's, it's a great documentary. It's called class action park. Um, and I remember seeing the, I remember we, we would see the ads out here for it because they would be on like uh, WPIX or the stations that came out of New York. And I would see that like the Alpine slide where it literally was just like a little, <laughs> a little cart that would go down a concrete track uh, that would just go down a hill and uh, with no real, like they would flip and people would skid on concrete and there was no safety whatsoever. I know. <laughs> and it looked when you were a kid, it looked like the most fun thing on earth. And my parents were just like, you're never going anywhere near that. <laughs> now, were you an amusement park person? I don't know exactly where you grew up. Did you have a favorite that you used to go to or? Yeah, I've, I've always loved amusement parks and I kind of had the same experience where it was a special occasion. You know, I, we didn't go very frequently. It was like maybe once or twice a year. We saved up enough. Um, we, could, we could go to the a park and I've been to many different ones, but I grew up mainly with Darien Lake ah. since that was the closest. I'm surprised because um, I spent a lot of time in Elmira as a young child and I actually had never been to Eldridge Park before the rides were out um, and then even before I started working for them I didn't know what all the park offered um, mm -hmm. mainly because every time I came it was it was closed because it was mainly run by volunteers or mm -hmm. the the exposure wasn't as prominent as we are building it up to be. Oh, what else? Uh, I, what else is what else is in Eldridge Park besides the yeah? What do you, what do you have? Yeah, uh, carousel. So we um, we have uh, added rides. Uh, the park, uh, the attractions reopened in two thousand six, and um, since then, over the last fifteen years, we've added rides. We tried to keep with the historical aspect and and keep with. Um, rides that had been at the park, not necessarily the ones that were here, but the same type. Yeah. Um, we have a, a kitty land that has uh, three kitty rides. We have pony carts, which was one of the original rides that was here. We have turtle chasers and a boat ride, mini boat ride. Uh, we also have Thunderbirds um, or flying scooters. That was one of the original rides that was here. Um, it used to go up over the water, the Eldridge Lake, and that was one of the the big attractions for them back in the day um, they thought it was pretty scary going over the water flying through the air and uh, we also have a miniature golf course we have paddle boats we have a, a tour boat his, his name is jasper because there is a legend to the lake of um, a lake monster named gaspara or jasper as he's known oh, now and um, then we also debuted our um, new ride for this year we we opened our tilt the world Oh, Which yeah. oh, I can't do those anymore. Oh, yeah, the good old tilt and hurl. Yeah, I had a, yeah. I had a. I ever, loved ever, that ride growing up. I could not. Did you ever that get now. that okay <laughs> older moment where I used to live off Stanton Avenue in the Ukrainian Church, whatever carnival? So we walked over there, and I used to go when I was a kid. I go on the octopus, the tilt the whirl, all these things, all the spinny rides. Mm -hmm. I did one ride. I had to sit down for almost an hour because I had the spins. <laughs> and I'm going, I'm not young anymore. I'm yeah, that, anymore. That, was, that was like 
I, I went to one year, I went to the Monroe County Fair and I went on, um, they had a ride where you laid down flat. It was like a parasailing ride and you like on this glider and you just spin around, but you would lay down flat. And I mm-hmm. had no idea what effect that would have on you. That is the worst possible position you can be in, putting all the pressure up on your stomach, lying down flat, going around in a circle. That was the first time I'd ever got off a ride and and and, and lost my lunch. But I, I have one. Uh, it you made me feel horrible. You mentioned Dairy and Lake. There was a ride there. I don't know if it's there now. It was like a pirate ship. So oh yeah, it took you up. You went over. Literally, all the change fell out of my pocket and proceeded to hit me in the face on the way down. <laughs> We're like it didn't hit other people in the face. No, it would have been a problem or whatever. But is there? Can you tell us any more about Jasper? And if we see him, can we have him on the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any Jasper sightings? Uh, I haven't seen him yet, um, but it's actually an old Native American legend with uh, the lake monster Jasper. Um, so. Um, the, the legend is that the lake is bottomless and actually feeds into uh, Seneca Lake with a tunnel. That's one of the, the legends. And Seneca Lake kind of has its own lake monster as well. So I, right. I think that's maybe where it came from. Um, but they they always thought that there was a, a monster within Eldridge Lake. Um, well, yeah, you know, a monster store is going to elevate your lake you know anytime it's just you gotta you gotta you gotta get the plushes out the t-shirts all this fun stuff now i'll go into because obviously we're into october now is there going to be any like tie-in like sort of like halloween type things up there with this so generally uh the park attractions only operate memorial day through labor day weekend um so that is something i am trying out this year um the board has let me um, kind of expand out the horizons a little further and expand the exposure within the park to in- incorporate other holidays, including Halloween. Um, we are limited on um, the city of Elmira since they run the park. Um, they kind of um, dictate on, you know, when the bathrooms get closed up for the season mm-hmm. and water gets turned off. So we are a little limited, but I'm hoping with Halloween, um, we can make it under that radar and still be able to have everything, um, like the facility is itself open. But we are putting together a Halloween attraction with our miniature golf course, cool. and we're calling cool. it Monster Mash Mini Golf. So the you've never seen course. me play. That could be me playing, basically. Like, <laughs> since I played, <laughs> yeah, all, all monsters are welcome. So um, yeah, the course will be all done up as a haunted attraction. There'll be some actors within the mini golf course trying to throw you off your game. But we're, and we're hoping to have a couple of the other attractions open, depending on um, how many volunteers we can get. Because it's going to be an all-volunteer run event. Yeah, we'll have, like, you could put at the end, we'll put up, like, some things that people want to get involved. But the thing was, if I played miniature golf, those actors would have to take out hazard insurance. Got to hit it with the ball every time. I'm just not good at miniature golf for some reason. Like a hazard. It's like danger. Plus, I heard now... I reached out to you because my good friend Tom Gleason told me about you. You said you're going to be coming up here for a little bit, be involved in the Halloween Town stuff in Hamlin on the 16th, I believe you said. Yeah, I, I was uh, hoping to come up because I haven't uh, really got to experience his um, haunted attractions. Um, I started off with Tom. You don't have a faint he... heart, do you? I've no, been doing no. Screen Fest for like <laughs> years. You better not. Uh, <laughs> you were. <laughs> nope, not at all. Um, I, I started off home haunting with Tom when he lived in Spencer. I helped um, 
actually, I actually met him through a horror convention when he was um, showing a, a movie that he had done with friends. And I learned that he was moving to my area and that's kind of how we met. And I did uh, his home haunt with him for a couple of years. And then I expanded into um, working with a local haunted attraction and helping to build that up and learning all the aspects of it. Um, so since I was always busy working during the Halloween season, I didn't get a chance to go up to Rochester to check out his um, events. So this year, since I'm kind of making my own schedule with that, since I'm limiting on just focusing on the Eldridge Park event, I'm, I'm going to come up and experience, um, I think it's the uh, movie viewing. House on Haunted, House on Haunted Hill, classic. Yeah, that one yeah. on the 16th. And we had our biggest horror fest. It was called 2020 uh, last year. <laughs> and, we managed to, <laughs> and we managed to get through it. Obviously, we did a drive to fit. But look, you were talking about horror. Uh, what's your sort of go-to for horror movies and things? What are you like a fan of in terms of the genre? Um, I like some of the, the, the classic older ones, but I'm I'm more of a, an 80s girl with uh, some of the 80s slashers like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. One of the best movies ever made. I love that's it's like a perfect movie. I could go on for an hour about it. <laughs> Clowns are bending people into cotton candy and eating them. Was there a now which did you have a particular franchise that you were uh, uh, more of a fan of than others? I have I'm, mine. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, and then uh, Sleepaway Camp. Oh, oh no, the you first Sleepaway <laughs> Camp is yeah. Sleepaway Camp is. Uh, it, that's you know that's a like a cult uh, a thing, but it is bizarro. Like in, in the first movie alone, is the ending, man, the crazy. ending was like uh, everybody knows the ending who's seen it who just said, oh yeah yeah oh what <laughs> it is yeah which is but it's a movie that I've I've never seen a slasher movie picked apart and analyzed as much as Sleepaway Camp. Because there's you know the, the relationships between characters and that flashback in the beginning, which is you know, just like you can, like kind of hurts your head a little. Um, but that is a yeah, that's a fantastic, uh, a fun, crazy series. And I'm I'm a I'm a Jason guy. I'm a Friday the Thirteenth guy for all of the. And then there's more bad than good, but uh, that was that was that was the one that I started with. And and I I you know the nightmare movies. I love the nightmare movies. Big part of Freddy too is because yes, he's a very evil man, but he's got a witty personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, but, I like I like comedy with my horror, so that's absolutely. What I more yeah. That was we used to have on Stone with Stone Ridge Plaza, which they used to have midnight movies. So right. I saw Howard okay. the I saw Howard the Duck there, but I remember <laughs> one of the most fun times we ever had. This was when I was in high school. They had Dream Warriors there, mm-hmm. and it was raucous. Remember when they do the countdown three, two, one? Somebody brought in an air horn, blared it <laughs> off, and it was like really fun. And I sort of miss those days now because yeah. now it's like like Halloween. I do a movie night with friends. Well, we used to until COVID hit, but like we showed the other Halloween, but like Halloween Kills, I'll probably just get it online or wait for. I mean, I don't really oh, no, go to no, movies I'm, yeah, anymore. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, Patrick still goes to movies. I go, but I go during the day when I'm generally the only person. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I haven't I, I haven't been to some movie theaters. Yeah, I think I went once, um, and it was empty. But I've been embracing, and one of the nice things that's that's made a comeback with COVID is uh, drive-in movies. Yes. Um, we Even have concerts have, there. My friends played like at Silver Lake last they, summer. They played concerts all the time. Mm-hmm. 
I saw Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead at the Lakeshore Drive-In. Oh, nice. That's like a really good memory. It was really cool. And they used to have a lot of them there. But that's but that's like the thing, too, is like, how is up here? We got hit pretty hard by COVID. And unfortunately, I think it's coming back. How's it been by you in terms of the last year or so in terms of, you know, COVID affecting your area? It it hit pretty hard. Um, like I said, I was working in the medical field in um, Tompkins County. Um, and uh, fortunately, they were one of the I guess headliners to embrace the guide guidelines needed and um but that still it still jumped up the numbers quite a bit um and we're seeing the, the resurgence again now in all of the surrounding areas here it's starting to, to ramp up even more and what kind of like like for the summer i take it Eldridge park was open what kind of did you take precautions you just try to tell people you know try to get vaxxed, please. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the nice things with our park is it's it's spread out and it's out in the open air. Um yeah. so people could that's easily ma- yeah. maintain social distancing and we only have one ride that's inside. Um that's our carousel and we recommend um we had recommended people who weren't vaccinated to wear masks well on the ride. You have in- indoor carousel. Yeah indoor so well, sort of it's it has uh, a building protection um that has bay doors that can open up so there's fresh air coming through but it's technically indoors i'm trying to picture oh, the okay. one down by the lake i think ours there really is like similar enclosed. you go in yeah. there's like it used to be mm-hmm. a popcorn okay. machine we had the controversy about this one though a few years ago because there was some um, let's say products of the time pictures on oh yeah it. no I, I was gonna say that's that the too. best there was way a, to there say was it. a controversy in that role in that um, uh, uh carousel yeah. because there was a you know a very like 1800s picture uh not um, very flattering not, shall we say yeah it was not um uh racially sensitive well let's put ah. it that way and uh there was a lot of there was a lot of talk about you know um it, it was removed and then of course there was you know people who are arguing that it was you know removing history and um but you yeah know, we don't get into serious yeah, we don't stuff, get into on stuff like that but needless to say it, that was a point that yeah, happened over the, here the people who like basically between the camps the people who wanted it gone kind of kind of got got what they yeah. wanted and but the one thing i'll ask after, you after a while people just stop talking about stuff yeah like but this. the one thing i'll ask you too is because we're not a visual show could you like describe the look of your carousel a little you don't have to be perfect just a little bit so we have an idea of what it looks like the exact dimensions or anything yeah because i couldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> um sure so uh the, the carousel uh, we have a menagerie of different animals it's not just horses you know we have a goat we have a a uh, lion. I want to ride tiger. the goat. Yeah. I love goats. <laughs> we have a llama, or not a llama. Um, and not, we have alpaca. Wait, um, yeah. shoot, I'm thinking dragon? giraffe. Sorry, we have a giraffe. giraffe. Any dragon? Thinking long neck. That's all I'm thinking. <laughs> um, we we do have our um chariots have the the dragon symbol. Right, there we go. There we go. It's the. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, so, we'll just we'll just leave that there. It's gonna. <laughs> and it's uh, three rows. We have two rows of jumpers. Um, we have a brass ring feeder. Um, we're actually, there's only about 20 um, brass ring feeders in operation still. I was going to say, I've, I've, never, I've never been on a carousel that had of the brass ring. Like, how does that work? Uh, um, so the, the brass ring, it's, it's different in how it used to operate. So how it used to operate is 
um, there would be a brass ring holder, a boy um, assigned to it. You would get one brass ring for your whole employment time for that season. And you had to keep track of it and get it back from uh, whoever caught it and then you give them the free ride token. Um, And then there would be iron rings mixed in. So you wouldn't always get a brass ring. Um, And if you got a brass ring, then you would get a free ride on the carousel. So that's what I love about, like, I love historical tidbits. And you always, like, how many times we use phrases we have no idea what the heck right. we're talking yeah, that's about. that's the thing. I think like, for the brass ring, where does it come from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but here's so the gets, question. So how, but how does it work now? How does it work now? So how it works now is uh, there's a button that the uh, carousel operator can press to drop a ring down. Um, and uh, you can try to catch that one brass ring that gets dropped down per ride. Okay. See, now we yeah, know. Now, now we, know. we know. I just, I think that's awesome because I've, I've always heard about the brass ring like growing up, but I've never, like, I was always like, look, I was always looking up at every carousel I went on. There was never anything happening. And I was just like, wait for that brass ring. Most people didn't even know what I was talking about. Here's one. Like, for- you have to make a trip back down. And no, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, here's yeah, one I'm, for I'm you, too. Here's one for you, too. Now, this is just one of those we don't, we're not serious on the show, but. What is like a horror movie or something where you think they made the best use of a carousel in it? Um, I, I, I know, I know the answer already for me. That's why I came okay, up with the question. <laughs> um, well, it's not really a horror movie. Um, Good enough. But I am a, I'm a big fan of the Twilight Zone. And, oh yes, um, oh, well, yeah. is from the area, as you guys know. So there's yeah, I know a lot Anne, of, actually. Um, I know Anne actually. She came up here and did a speech about her her dad's book she wrote and we hopefully oh, nice. will have her on the show. So I know she lives around Ithaca or she mm-hmm. did. I haven't been, but I actually communicated her a lot after my dad passed where I said, thanks for the book on your dad, because it actually really helped me. So, which was yeah. really cool. So there's one, one episode. Um, the title is, is leaving my brain right now, but there's one episode. That's that uses- the title. That's a good <laughs> title. <laughs> that uses one of the carousels down in Binghamton. New York. Oh wow, that's cool. Um, and um, so that's that's one of my favorite episodes, and I think they they used it really well because it kind of like ties in the um, main characters' past and in present. Kind of best show for me. Oh. That's the best show ever on television. And I think Rod Serling was. And I think Rod Serling was able because the way you got by censors too is you put serious issues, but you did them like allegory, Mm -hmm. science fiction, Mm -hmm. so you could get away with all these things. And I think monsters are due on Maple Streets, like the story of our lives now with a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, that is, and that is unfortunately an evergreen, you know, story. But you know what mine was? Carnival of Souls. Oh okay. Because I, that yeah. was the one. Do you have any or? Um, yeah, and and it's you, you, I, I call it a horror movie though. It is it is a you know uh, supposedly a family friendly film. Something wicked this way comes. Okay. Uh, there, which is a Ray Bradbury story, yes. but there's when Jason Robards is on the merry-go-round, play a carousel, and, like you know, the carousel, and he's and and yep. uh, you know he's he's pulling the pages out of the book, and he's getting older, and you know just like the whole. All of that, if I'm remembering it right, or I might be mixing two scenes up together, but I'm pretty sure the carousel was when he was getting older. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, Ray Bradbury's like perfect yeah. for this time of year. That was called, I think, the uh, Black Carousel was another name. And it's yeah. like sort of a, a kid's book, but not really. But yeah, I, re- yeah, I remember watching that, um, you know, as a kid and uh, and just being, that scared the liver out of me, watch it over and over again. That was one of those movies they played all the time on HBO. Uh, 
but and I and I got into Ray Bradbury for like you know when I was like fifth or sixth grade, and I just scared myself silly with uh, the the scary stories, you know, because he had he had a lot of scary stories, and uh, yeah, that was what kind of got me into horror as a kid. Was I kind of got uh, those kind of family friendly horror ish horror movies like that, you know, or like Saturday the Fourteenth. Oh, remember Saturday the Fourteenth? <laughs> that was like 14th. a good which, yeah. which is a movie I vowed never to watch because I feel like it will let me down. <laughs> I feel like it probably hasn't aged well, and it's probably not as funny Agreed. as I thought it was when I was eight. The one a lot of my friends <laughs> really like is that movie Little Monsters with Howie Mandel. Oh, oh <laughs> that's yeah. like one of them they think's pretty creepy. But some of those they seem like you know you go into them. Oh, they're for kids. Ah, oh, I don't think they're for kids. You know, like that. But what are you looking forward? Hopefully, in the is the years to come out with this. What are you hoping the park will? You know, you're going to add on, or what you hope comes out of this? Um, well, right now I have, I'm just focusing on helping them get sustained, um, kind of build them back up again. Yeah, that's the way. A couple of, couple of hard years, and um, we are looking at expanding. There's a, a couple of um, things coming up for next year, which I can't quite talk about yet because it hasn't been fully announced. But we have a a family sponsor on a, a new activity that's going to be added and um we're, we're always looking at new possibilities new historic rides um i know one of our our unicorns um would be adding in the whip ride again but those are hard to come by because they don't come up for sale anymore right yeah. um but but we are expanding and and doing different events um one of the historical aspects of the park is it used to be um you know, a showcase, um, you know, the world's fair has been here a few times, um, way back in the day. And they used to do, um, daredevils, other, um, oh, wow. showcase type events. Um, and so we kind of want to bring that back and, and do different types of events. Um, I, I don't even leave like tours through there and talk about all these things. I just love local history and all things yeah. history. I it's just, just a historical amusement a, park is about the coolest thing. I it's just awesome. Think. It's like you're back in a different world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so fascinating. I, I shoved so much information in my brain because um, I just started in March. So I, I crammed as much as I could um, while, while working during because we were operating from May to the or end of May to beginning of September. So in between that time, I've been cramming as much of the historical information as I can um, about it because it's so fascinating and I get to do more research on it too to to see what to do. Um, one of our board members went to um, a collector's house recently and um, to look at some of the Eldridge Park items that he had. Um, and he, he came across this uh, brochure. I know you're not a visual thing, but it's oh, so neat. See, no, that's so, the, that's yeah. the coaster. That's the coaster. So, yep. Speedway coaster. Is there, is there any chance that a coaster could return to Eldridge Park? Um, there's a lot of factors good. at play. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of factors at play. It'd be a big expense. Um, it would take up a lot of space because right now, um, you know, the park, I was looking at this brochure and it's so funny because the brochure says um, 50, let me find it. I think it says 57 acres. Yeah, 57 acres of fun and recreation where right now the, the park itself, it's been trimmed down um, over the years. We're only at about 15 acres, and then the attractions are only operating on a couple of acres. So yeah, we would have so, to 
kind of petition <laughs> to the city mm-hmm. to take up some more of the the ball fields um, and, and squeeze one in. Um, but it, unless we can find a, a you know big big sponsor with deep pockets who wants to see a roller coaster return, it probably unfortunately won't happen. One yeah, thing I a, would, that's a lot to ask. One for. thing that's I would love is we have our Genesee Country Village up here, and they do a lot of reenactments with things. They do old baseball games to do like a reenactment of a, of the World's Fair. There, I think would be really cool. That would be pretty neat. I think that would be pretty fun because that's like Genesee Country Village. We have like they have the old baseball games from the 1900s. They do Civil War reenactments. Yeah, it would, do- yeah I don't know. I of uh, of of you know historic uh, traveling uh amusements you know i and you know i i can't imagine that uh a lot of the original rides that would travel are probably uh would never <laughs> would never fly in the well, yeah like today no, probably not but uh the sideshow acts are making a comeback so yes yeah. to embrace that and maybe bring some some different sideshow acts you back get a to ten in one park. you gotta get a 10 in one in your park let's uh you gotta get the man-eating chicken and yeah uh, bearded the, lady the bearded lady the you know the the, <laughs> the uh um pickled pugs or whatever they're called the little the little like fetal pigs in jars and stuff all the weird stuff yeah uh, that's I, like one of the x-files episodes that always sticks out and i guess that community it's a real community in florida well, the jim rose it was the jim rose circus was part of it and there's yeah there's like there's a whole community of of carnival workers in florida that like that's where they live off season you know no but there's actually a book if you've never read it's by david galertner it's called the lost world the world's fair from the 1930s you Mm -hmm. might find that really interesting yeah i'll have to check that out but it's just it's like there's so much like to try to attract especially i think the younger like kids now and thing i think they could find it it's like i try to push science history is really cool when you get people involved Mm -hmm. It's like a really fun thing. Well, it's like, how about like, okay, we're going to take a historical field trip. You know, it's like we go to an old fort. We go to a, you know, we could go to a, a park uh, or we, we could go to this amusement park. Guess who's going to, you know, it's like, I can't imagine uh, a field trip. Uh, you're having a better field trip to go see a historical amusement park. I would, And maybe down the line, you can do a raffle. Somebody can have dinner with Jasper. <laughs> But obviously, living that we live in a we live in a, a part of the country where uh, outdoor rides go dark for you know more than half the year, which is unfortunate. But uh, yeah, we have like our weather up here is yeah. getting I don't know. How, I've been to Corning lately because I've done work down there, and I see the signs for Elmira. But like in Rochester, we have our two weeks of summer, and now it's already we're putting the winter clothes on. So, mm-hmm. and we had a very rainy summer too. Yeah, we did. (laughs) And I know like Seabreeze, I think like 2020 where they closed all year because of COVID. I believe, yeah, I think they were. were. But I think it's history too, because like I'll have a friend, she lives in Ohio. She would have to, she would come back and she lived by there. And this is where I think history builds memories, parks build memories. We would have to go in to get those little pinwheel waffles every time she came back because she remembered them. Oh, yeah. I think they bring all things like your park. They bring memories. It's like some kids go now, like 30 years from now, if the Martians haven't conquered us by then or whatever else, who knows? They'll they be they'll be going. Really I remember point. when I went on that, because <laughs> I think that's what that history of it does. It you remember all those. I still remember from when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I 
I remember, I swear it, tell me if I'm wrong, there was a dark ride at yep. Eldridge Park. Yeah, and we had it a was pretzel ride. What? It's a it's a pretzel ride. That's the uh, brand that made it. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a one one story pretzel ride, yeah. Called yeah. the Spook House. Yep, yeah. And it I don't remember much about it. I do remember at one point though, uh a, a, a pillow with two with two black eyes. Uh, so I just popped up behind the thing. And granted, I'm like, you know, 14, 15 years old. So I, my brother and I were, and we laughed our heads off because we're like, that is just, a, it was hilarious because it was, you know, it was just like, it's a pillow. But I could see like a little kid still being scared by it. It doesn't yeah. matter, you know, and it was just like. Okay, we're going to hit uh, October now. This will be out the first week of October on Monday. So I'll ask you, I'll ask you, Patrick, in terms of, you said it's spook houses, haunted houses. Do you have a favorite from when you were a kid that scares you or was really fun at some park? Um, so yeah, that's a hard one because I don't scare easily. Um, wow. I guess why it made it the made one it, that uh, you enjoyed though, one that you enjoyed yeah, yeah, transition. You, you liked you enjoyed, yeah. Because um, you're braver than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the uh, pumpkin farm in, in Candor was always one of my favorites because I, I love the the artwork of the pumpkin. I, that's one of the things with the when I go to a haunted attraction is I get to admire the the artwork um, that comes with the scene design or uh, how the actors develop their characters. So the pumpkin farm in Candor, I always enjoyed that as a kid. Are you a pumpkin person in terms of do you carve fancy? Do you carve simple? Do you not carve or do you paint or you just not do it? <laughs> I, I unfortunately um, do not have the artistic genes in that regard. Right here, yeah, right here. Genetics. So I, I make the um, the triangles <laughs> for the eyes, the classic, you know, the basic, the classic, the classic uh, pumpkin. Nice thing about the classic jack-o'-lanterns. My friend is a comic book artist, and when she lived here, I used to have her beg her to paint my pumpkins because they would turn out <laughs> looking like Charlie Brown things. So I gave up, and I just buy them and say, okay, I'm going to keep them for Thanksgiving. You don't even carve them. <laughs> uh, so I, I would cheat and get the... Uh, the patterns, the books with the patterns. Oh, yeah, and just yeah. Do that. And that's cool, though, because you can make some cool stuff with those. You know? I think our hayrides are coming back this year. I've heard, like, Verhals is coming back yeah. now because we have haunted hayrides here, too, and they're big things. Those are fun. Mm-hmm. Those are really fun. But this has been, I'm very glad you've been on. This has been yeah. a roller coaster ride of a <laughs> conversation. A carousel. I'm of sorry about word stories. Corny. And- but how can we like people like number one we're not that far away from you so if people want to come down yeah elmira's not that far away it's it's, it's a quick drive yep i've been been to corning for work and i see the signs from elmira it's a nice drive too oh no Mm -hmm. yeah because it's like you're thinking like nah it's not through we sort of go like we went to naples that way i think maybe yeah years ago there's there's a different ways you can go great to see the sites and everything and it's like a fun drive yeah, good day trip. They, yeah, they can um, they can follow us on um, Facebook. Just search Eldridge Park. Um, I believe we're under Eldridge Park Elmira is our tagline for that. Okay. Um, or our website, which is www.eldridgepark.org. Right. How do uh, people who want to volunteer in your area, because we do somehow have listeners all around, I don't know how, <laughs> but out there <laughs> near you, how do they, uh, uh, yeah, I get mail from Canada, I have no idea, <laughs> I don't know. but how do nice. they, uh, I, the weird web, you know, it's hard to gauge how many, but they pop up. 
So and right, uh, right on our website, we have a, a volunteer form. So if they go to elderspark.org. What are like some different opportunities, like in terms of volunteering? Um, well, right now with the Halloween attraction, we're going to be starting set up actually the Saturday of um, getting the miniature golf course all set up. Um, so there's the, the setup, there's designing, we're going to have some volunteer actors, um, ticket sellers. Get him um, right here. If you come down. <laughs> He's an actor. No, he does theater. Oh, nice. <laughs> did, you um, ever, actually, did you play a scary character ever? I've maybe Titus, like Titus, played, would you call well, Titus Andronicus is the worst monster I think I've ever played. Um, but I got a hand at you on that one. That was a good some, performance. So I played some Shakespeare baddies, but um, I did I did uh, one year at Fear at Frontier back in the day, and I was in the, they had a pirate house, and I I just literally just jumped out at people in one room, and I got punched. Uh, at least one time. These are all by women, though. It was never, like I never got punched by. I got punched, by, and and it's no less. Uh, it's it's no you know less uh, fun um, than being punched by a guy. But uh, you know, and and I, I it was it was just mostly just that particular thing was just a lot of standing around. I got to do the door. There was a guy we had doing the door, who who didn't show up one night, and I did the door. And the guy never missed another one again because I was apparently very popular at the door. <laughs> and we've done screen fest the last few years, but we just broadcasted an interview him. I try <laughs> to wear a scary shirt. But I think it sounds like there's something for everyone. You'll find they come down, they, you ask them, what do you want to do? You'll hook them up with something that'll be fun. Yeah. That's what, what meet, we're about. I want to meet Jasper cool. now. I want Jasper. <laughs> I just do. We have to have like a, the one thing I'll end with too is I've been laid up and I won't go into it. I've been laid up with some medical issues the last couple months. So I've been watching TV more and restoration and these kind of shows. It seems like it's a big thing now. Be it cars, be it, I've seen carousel parts. It seems like it's a big thing now, like nostalgia or mm-hmm. doing this kind of thing. Well, it's because it's, it's a dying breed. A lot of the parks have been, um, you know, kind of going out the last you know, few decades and selling off their historical rides. Um, some of them are still going because people think, um, you know, newer is, is better. But um, there, there's something nostalgic to, to share with generations um, over the years, the different historical aspects. And that's one of our, one of our um, organization's motto is to, to keep that um, historical value going and we've been restoring it as you talk about restoring we we are one of the projects we have been working on um, we actually saved um, two original roller coaster carts from the speedway roller coaster oh wow one of them's already um, been refurbished I guess they were sitting in a farmer's field somewhere just rotting um, so one of them's already been refurbished as a dining um, table. Um, at our cafe <laughs> awesome. the cool. other ones being refurbished to kind of be a virtual reality ride we're looking at oh at, wow that's that. cool because you, you could you could make a historical you know just a historical everything could you know just could you like, imagine going by a farmer's yeah, field and going wait a second that's an old roller coaster <laughs> cart you're sitting in the field i saw a guy jump out of that once <laughs> but Abe, Abe Lincoln said something to that effect that like, you know, we should conserve that's what's tried and true, you know, yeah. progress, but keep the good stuff, keep all the fun stuff, the nostalgia and everything else. 
So I think that's a really good thing you're doing, and I hope you have lots of success. Yes, and and uh, I will. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 going to drag my dad down there uh, this this coming summer. So, um, you know, and hopefully everything will be to. very good. I just hope for the best. You know, yeah. for everything. It's all you can do. You can't live in fear. Be a realist and everything. I think that uh, you know, I I I think you're doing uh, fantastic work. And uh, like I said, I it was my favorite thing as a kid. So. And, and it, I, I was just really, really, really happy that that little place that none of my friends knew about <laughs> that I used to go uh, is uh, is on the comeback. So I'm very happy to hear and that. And the thing about it, too, you're going to have people come up to you and say just what he did. I bet, I bet you'll get some people come up and say, hey, you know, you saved my childhood. I remember this when I was a kid. Now, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. now we can do this again. I think that's like part of the goodness of the yeah. job and everything. So thanks a lot for being on. It was just great talking to you. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Yeah, see, we're we're painless here. <laughs> I got a little bit obsessed with that sea monster, I admit, but otherwise, we'll, we'll do some research. <laughs> yeah, but anything else to add? I think we covered everything. We always yeah. forget one thing. Tom got a hold of me after we went out there and said, "Oh, by the way, I forgot this." <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I, I think that's it because uh, right now we're just focusing on the the Halloween event because we're technically closed for the season. So I think that's okay. that's a good start. Good right, and happy great. October and thanks a Spooky lot. Season. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. All right. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank you.